Hello and welcome to the Football for Kids podcast with me, Darren Rees. It's time for part two on the incredible story about the greatest player to ever kick a football. It's part two of Pele. Before we get into the shout outs and messages, another reminder to please hit the follow and the subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. It helps other people find the podcast and more importantly, it means you'll never miss an episode. The first shout out on this episode goes to Noah who lives in Dublin and has recently turned seven years old. He loves listening and learning all about the great players and he's absolutely football mad. He's also a big Liverpool supporter and would love to hear an episode about Luis Diaz. Well, Noah, happy birthday for the other week on the 2nd of March. I hope that you had a really good day and I hope that you're enjoying your football. I absolutely will add Diaz to the list of episodes that I need to write. And the next one is a massive shout out to Manny, who's age 10, and Freddie, who's age 7, from Adelaide, South Australia, and they play for the Port Adelaide Pirates in Taparoo. They're Newcastle United fans and would love to hear an episode about Alan Shearer. So a big shout out to Manny and Freddie and to all of your teammates and coaches at Port Adelaide Pirates in Taparoo. Once again, it's really nice to know that we've got listeners all around the world. And the last one on this episode says, Hi Darren, my name is Roman, I'm age seven, and I have a brother called Arlo, who's age five. We both love listening to the podcast. I'm a big Man City fan, and I really enjoyed your episodes on Grealish and Haaland. My brother supports Liverpool, and we would love an episode on Mo Salah. We both play for our local team, Ickenham Youth. Please can you give a shout out to Ickenham Youth Under-7s and the Under-6s team. Keep up the great work from Roman and Arlo. So a big shout out to you two. Thank you for being listeners. And a huge shout out to your football teams at Ickenham Youth, the Under-7s and the Under-6s. And of course, to your brilliant coaches who I'm sure do a fantastic job. Right then, it's time to get on with part two, the final part of the Football for Kids Pele story. Pele had just won a World Cup with Brazil in Sweden. He smashed a couple of brilliant goals in, and when he got back to his country, he was treated like a king. Brazilians in their thousands came out to get a glimpse of the amazing team and their amazing number 10, Pele. When he came back from the World Cup, he was back playing for Santos and scored goal after goal after goal. Almost every one of them were weldies. The sort of goals these days would be played millions of times on social media. One football journalist said that Pelé single-handedly took Santos, the team that he played for, from being a team people didn't really speak about to being one of the most spoken about teams and watch teams in South America. And he was still only 19 years old at this point. The next few seasons went by and Pelé had some of the most spectacular seasons where the goals didn't stop. In fact, in the 1961 season, he scored 62 goals for Santos in one season. That is crazy. Well, it was now 1962 and another World Cup had arrived. 
Brazil were the current world champions after a successful tournament in Sweden and a very successful tournament for Pelé. This time, they were off to just 1,800 miles away. They were going to Chile. There were big expectations of Pelé. He was now 22 years old and a lot more experienced. He was the superstar of the football world. This World Cup didn't go well for Pelé at all. He ended up getting injured early on into the tournament and he was out of the World Cup. Brazilians couldn't believe it and the entire nation were left wondering how they could go on without him. But Pelé said to the players, Come on now guys, we're a team. We're not just one player. You could do it. The team were inspired enough and comfortably good enough to do it. They made it to the final of the Chile World Cup, playing Czechoslovakia in the final, and won the game 3-1 to lift the World Cup trophy again. Following on from this tournament, Pelé became more and more loved and more and more famous across the world. In fact, he was one of the most famous people on the planet. Still with the same club, Santos, and still scoring cracker after cracker, the super-famous Pelé was getting ready to compete in yet another World Cup. This time, it was the 1966 World Cup that was to be held in England. Some people were so confident of Brazil winning that Pelé and his Brazilian teammates were given banners to sign, which said, Brazil, three times World Cup winners. Pelé and his teammates refused to sign and said we win and lose on the football pitch and do not take things for granted. Pelé landed in England and was mobbed by the British press. Everyone wanted to get a glimpse of him. After all, he was the most famous footballer in the world, if not the most famous person in the world. The teams that were set to play Brazil in the World Cup that year were so very ready for him. They had set defensive plans up to constantly mark him. Two or three players would be on Pele at all times. He was getting hacked down at almost every opportunity. If Pele got the ball, they were on to him. Brazil beat Bulgaria, but got smashed by Portugal and then smashed by Hungary. But not only that, Pele was injured yet again. Brazil went crashing out of the World Cup in the group stages and the dreams of Pelé winning a third World Cup trophy were over. Pelé was asked over and over again if he would ever play in a World Cup, and he kept giving the same answer. No, no, I have no intentions of playing in the World Cup. Never, not again. Pelé remained with Santos and kept doing his thing, and Brazil went on to be an extremely difficult and challenging place to live due to some of the people who were in charge of the country. The one thing which people could agree on, though, was football. And as the next World Cup approached, the talk about whether Brazil could win it again and the even bigger talk if Pelé would go into the squad got louder and louder. It was said that some of the people who were running the country were putting pressure on Pelé to come back and play for the Brazil national side. Pelé admitted that he did feel the pressure, but if he was going to play for Brazil again, it would be for him, not for anybody else. After a difficult build-up, the 1970 World Cup in Mexico arrived, and Pelé stepped off the plane with his Brazilian teammates, ready to play in his fourth and last ever World Cup. A special moment both for the country and for Pelé himself. 
Brazil started off their World Cup campaign against Czech Republic and they beat them comfortably 4-1. Then they beat England 1-0, they beat Romania 3-2, they beat Peru 4-2 in the knockout stages and Uruguay 3-1 in the semi-finals. And then Brazil was set to play Italy in the final. Could Brazil make it as world champions again? Could Pelé make history? Pelé made it 1-0 after 18 minutes. Italy equalised at 37 minutes. And then after that, Brazil completely dominated the game and it ended 4-1. Brazil had done it again. Pelé had made history. The first ever and still the only player to have ever won three World Cup trophies. Pelé ended up playing for Santos for 18 years before finishing his league career at the New York Cosmos. He played hundreds of games, scored over a thousand goals and he inspired millions. There's so much more to the wonderful career and life of Pelé. And I guess before we end this episode, you're probably wondering why he's called Pelé when that isn't actually his name. As a child, he quickly became known as Pelé and there's lots of conflicting reports to why. But the most popular story is that when he was a young player, while playing in goal, he was compared to local goalkeeper Bile after making a number of impressive saves. Unable to pronounce a name, he would shout Pele instead. And that nickname stuck with him for over 75 years. I hope that you've enjoyed listening and learning about the greatest footballer who has ever walked the earth. And remember, if you know someone who loves football just as much as you do, then please tell them about Football for Kids. And whether you're playing football soon, watching it on the telly or pitch side, I hope that you enjoy the game. See you next time.